0: Welcome to the Alternative Investor, the show where we discuss, debunk, and demystify all things about investing in alternative assets. Hey, Brad, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I don't know if people realize we do these on Thursdays. Is that important? No. Okay. No. We do these on Thursdays, people. Um, all right. Today we are going to talk about investor relations. Woohoo. All right, Brad, what, are, what do we mean by investor relations?
1: we really just mean staying in touch with your investors and having a good relationship with your investors. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory, I guess. It's, you know, investors are people too, and just like
0: your spouse or your friends, they want to be kept in the loop and know what's going on with you. Uh so if you do have investors, uh this is going to be the episode for you. If you I guess if you ever hope to have investors, then then listen to this one because investor relations it's Very important, and I think a lot of people don't do this well. Would you Would you agree, Brad? At
1: least the smaller shops probably don't do this well. Yeah, I think the majority of shops don't do this real well. Uh, And there's there's a good reason for that, which we'll get into. (laughs) There is okay, other than just being lazy. All right, (laughs) so look, here's here's let's just get into it,
0: right? So investors want to be kept in the loop. They've given you money to go out and do a job, right? Your job is to generate attractive returns for them by doing something with that money, right? So either buying stuff or investing in stuff um and that's what you're supposed to do but you know they don't want to just give you the money and have you come back in three or four years and say hey look here's here's some more money for you right they want to know what's going on along the way but what's the challenge brad i mean what, what's the hard part about investor relations
1: well i just think that the, the two skill sets uh, don't really necessarily go along with each other right if you are you could be a good investor and not a good communicator Is that what yeah you're saying? exactly or you just it's not you don't Think of it as a a priority, a task, as part of your job, even though it should be. Most of these acquisition people that come from a private equity firm, they go off and they 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 start their own firm, and their job has never been about dealing with the investors. Yeah. It's about being, making yeah. good investments. I almost sometimes there's almost a little like I don't almost like dismissiveness
0: in the whole thing. Like, hey, that's not my job, right? Well, my job isn't just make pretty reports for you. My job is to go out and
1: make you money, right? I'm yeah 100% I'm, and I'm guilty of that too there and we've talked about this this uh, divide between acquisition people and asset management people the, yeah. the same thing exists between the investment People and the investor relations, yeah, people and, and within big, larger companies, right? And well, and big. what's What? I mean, big firms have teams that do this, right? Yeah. So b- the, big firms have they spend a lot of money on these people, and they will go out and do the road shows, and they will handle all investor calls. You know, when investor changes their address or they need to get a K one updated, they're yeah, dealing with it. It's like this is somebody's job, right, to keep the investors happy. I,
0: I, w- I worked at a venture fund of funds in San Francisco. And there was a woman there who literally her job was to like just make sure that the investors had everything they needed to you know stay in touch with the firm or stay involved and understand what they were doing right. i mean, a full time job, and she made good money. Oh so, yeah, there you go. So this is a this is a no, role at
1: the, uh, at the you know the largest private equity firms, real estate and uh, buying companies. You know these the investor relations people make you know three hundred five hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, good for them.
0: And know? and so I think so obviously so I think this episode is a little more skewed towards maybe if you have a smaller. A smaller thing going on, a smaller project, where maybe you've taken retail money, or maybe you've taken investor money on a smaller scale, and it's sort of up to you to both do the do the deal hunting and the investor relations. Correct. Okay, so why don't we why don't we start with this? And this, what, what would be what would be in a typical investor update? Right, as I think most I think most people try to do these quarterly. Right, they try to send out something every quarter on what's going on with their with their uh, fund or their or their um, you know their uh, investment process, and just let's just talk through what's in there.
1: Yeah, so generally it's mostly financials is what people care about. They want to see the new numbers from that quarter and and then they might add you know some commentary on the assets. Uh, progress to date on the business plan. Yeah, this is assuming you have assets. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into what we, put in our, what we put in our
0: update, but yeah, good point.
1: <laughs> yeah, just some qualitative, you know, commentary on what they've been up to the last, you know, ninety days. Yeah, right. So, like, hey, here's what we've been doing. Here's the results of your of the current deals. You have
0: money in, and here's how we're looking for new deals. Right? Yeah, and
1: it may announce the the distribution. It could just be as simple as here's the dif- distribution for the quarter. Uh, a couple sentences on the assets and uh, the financials. Attached to this email, or preferably in an investor portal. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, again, like some people do this very well, and, and
0: some people just kind of send out like an email. And I think, I guess, it will come down to sort of who your investors are and what they expect. But let, you know, maybe the best way to do this, Brad, is let, let's say that I'm an investor. In, you know, your firm, right? you buy manufactured housing communities. I've given you whatever. I've given you a couple hundred grand. It was a few years back. I'm getting a nice check from you each month, which I appreciate. But what am I? What am I getting from you
1: in terms of uh, investor updates? Yeah. So and, mostly and what honest. we just yeah <laughs> mostly what we just talked about. The, the area we're probably we're lacking, we can improve on, is adding more commentary about the business plan for oh, so each you, okay, individual. Okay, you do assets. send out regular updates. Yeah, we send out quarterly updates, but it, it. it's mostly just you know here's the distribution for this quarter and here's the financials. I see. And maybe there's some commentary on one particular thing that's going on or two uh at at the properties but what we're lacking is you know here's a detailed list of what happened across the portfolio uh what we surprised us you know what we what we excelled at you know just more commentary like color, more na- yeah, narrative color commentary yeah, yeah narrative yeah good point which you know that it's easy enough to, to write that, but it is time consuming, but we, we certainly could do a better job doing that. Well, and I think, and that's the, that is the
0: hard part about this, right? Is that it, it does take time and I, and, it, and you're doing these things and you don't want to just whip something together and you know, you know, you can't have typos in your investor update, right? It's got to look pretty decent and professional.
1: Yeah. And I think part, there's also a little bit of trying to be a perfectionist in this, uh, which which, you are. yeah, which, which paralyzes you a little bit. You end up not, you know, not sharing enough information just because when, Oh gosh, we need to do that. And but if we're going to do it. I want to do it right. You know what?
0: I do think everyone out there should know about you. And this is, this is a little tidbit when, when Brad wants to write an important email, like I mean, he writes a kick ass email. Oh, I mean, geez. it's very, it's very thoughtful. It's very, it's funny. It's, it's the appropriate balance of sort of information and sort of you know color, you know, cute quips, bullet but, points. But it does
1: take you a long
0: time to write, right? Like you do. I feel like you do. I
1: spend too much time every now and then. They're, on good. The, uh, they're, on they're gems.
0: I, you know, like if you were going to invite people to like I don't know, like a a bachelor party for your brother who's getting married or something. Oh, I'll spend
1: I'll spend hours on that.
0: That'll be. I was going to say that would be yeah, it's easily. So, but they're they're gems. But so I can see why this might be a challenge for you, right? You're like, I'm not going to send out crap. I got to make it good. And so it is probably tempting just to cut and paste from Excel on something you're already doing anyway, right? And just send that out.
1: Yeah, and part of it is also it's like you don't want to set the bar. This is what they should expect every quarter, too, because uh, we won't be <laughs> able to maintain that. <laughs> don't get that used. Pace. Don't get used to this great update. That's a good point. And, and to be perfectly frank, I, I think that we have gotten slowly and incrementally better. Like when we first started, yeah, it yeah, was bad. It was to get worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm just kidding No, when we started it was like uh we're uh, we're making a distribution here you know here's the dis- distribution it's coming in the mail, right and the, the financial welfare we'd share at the end of the year <laughs> right, right 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 then okay, fine, we got a controller, we got you know better accounting controls and could produce them quickly, and we then started including quarterly financials and balance sheets and all that good stuff, and you know so that got a little bit better. then when we made a real big leap was when we had an investor a portal oh yeah so then investors could go on that's and they could, slick yeah they can generate investor statements now right so this is leaps and bounds mm. from what we started when we were just a brand new startup and zero employees right now we have this portal where they can go mm. on and they could run a report and they could say oh you know how much money have i made in this investment over the last three years oh that's cool they can go back and they can pull up charts of all the distributions relative to their capital account balance where they started Got it. Okay, so they all the
0: numbers are there. So I get it. the only thing they really probably are wishing they had more of was just general that that commentary you talked about the narrative. Yeah, and
1: yeah, that, and okay. That so makes in sense. the portal they can go and they can look. Okay, here's my assets. Here's the addresses. Here's the websites. All the details on each of the assets. Here's all the financial reports from the last two years. Here's my yeah. K ones from the last couple of years. Yeah. Right, my tax documents. Do you notice? Do you- are you like this where you almost don't want to include too much information because then it just
0: generates more questions? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a little, you're like, God, do I say that? Because now they're going to ask about it. There is a balancing exercise on how much information you share. You don't want to get wrapped around the axle on some minutia. Uh, you, I think what you, we do something similar. So I, you know, my partner and I are doing a search fund, and every quarter we send out an update. It's probably a three, I'm going to call it a three-page Word document. And we PDF it. We send it via an email. It's probably got two or three paragraphs of introductory kind of color commentary. We say, Hey, look, th- you know, cause we're just looking for one deal, right? You know, you already have 30, whatever, 25, 30 deals under, under, under management. We're just, we're just looking for one. And so really what our updates are on are, are around our process, any deals that we've found that we think are interesting, you know, what we've been up to that quarter. And then we'll, we'll do some ex- exports out of our CRM, our customer relationship management software that we track all of our deals in. And we'll, we'll say, Hey, here's the like, you know, 12 opportunities that we like this, that we've generated this quarter that we like, here's what's going on with them. And so that, I think they like to see that, right? Here's the 12 deals that we think are interesting right now, and we're talking to the owners of each of these 12. And then we'll also put our financials in there, like, hey, here's how much money we've spent, and here's what we're spending it on, and here's how that tracks to the budget that we've given you in the, originally when we started this whole thing. But it's pretty simple. And um, Wow, that sounds impressive. Yeah, well, it, it is. It's, it's a three-page... How do you edition. find
1: the time to do
0: all of that? Well, we don't have 25 properties in oh, our management. Oh. This is this is all we do. Oh. Um, but yeah, but it, 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 it is. Even though we're... Even though we uh, this isn't our full you know this is our full time job, but even though the investor update thing is um, just kind of a part time job, you do feel you do feel when you are doing it, you are like ah, I shouldn't be wasting my time on this. I should be going out and
1: finding deals. So it's always a balance. But they but that do. is important because look, these investors are going to be writing bigger checks when you close the company. So you know they they want to see that your thought process was you know, was consistent throughout you guys were active and you just didn't happen to, you know, make a flyer on the last company you came across, yep. right? No, true. They, they want to see you're super active.
0: Partic- yeah. Particularly when you're looking for one deal, they want to know that you have a good process and that, that they trust the process and that will generate a good opportunity. I, I we also follow that up with a call if they want it. So we'll say, Hey, like, we'll, we'll be reaching out to you to each, each of you individually. If you want to have a call, Yeah, I would say 80% of people take us up on that each quarter. So we'll do one call with, you know, we have 11 investors, so we might do eight or nine calls each quarter. But those are generally good calls. These guys are thoughtful. They provide good feedback. Um, so, yeah, not, not a big pain point for us right now.
1: Yeah, and what we do that, you know, I don't see too many other firms do that I think is pretty good is that, uh, so instead of writing, you know, a five-page paper that has all the qualitative stuff about the assets, which, you know, that could take four hours to put mm-hmm. that, that together, mm-hmm. is we'll just do a recording. And we do that twice a year and we go through, we'll go through the assets. It's almost like like this this. (laughs) where we'll just go through the assets and kind of talk high level, about how they're doing and what's working and what's not, um, so that that that's an improvement too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. I think we're we're getting there. It's it's an iterative process. I think that when, once you get to a certain size, this becomes a lot easier yeah. because you can outsource it, right? You can hire for it. I'm picturing a like
0: 62 year old dentist in in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, working out to like the sound of your voice, going through your commentary of all, <laughs> all your deals. <laughs> yeah. All right. I like. All right. So. Okay, so we've talked about the formal updates, and I think this might be one area where you and I differ given our investor group, but we we also kind of have ad hoc communication where we'll sort of reach out to our investors for random things during the quarter. Do you do do that? I'm I'm, I'm guessing you wouldn't need
1: to, right? No, we do not. Uh, Occasionally we get an email or two. Um, so, but, so they'll, they'll reach out to you and you'll respond. Yeah, yeah. And it's mostly about, uh, so our investors are great cause sometimes they'll send us deals, right? They'll, oh, that's cool. they'll be like, Hey, did you guys come across this one? <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> you well, sometimes we did, right? Sometimes we didn't. Yeah. You want to be like, well, no, we haven't. Thank you, Jim. Thank you.
0: Um, yeah, so we, we will, Luke and I will reach out to our investors on an ad hoc basis. And, you know, if we found a deal that we think is particularly interesting, we'll ask them if they think about it or we'll bounce some ideas off of them. Generally, this is only with our larger investors who have like full time teams dedicated to this, not with our individual investors who also have day jobs and are, are busy with their lives. But uh, again, just another part of investor relations. If you do have institutional investors who want to be kept in, in in the loop with more frequent updates, then maybe those sort of ad hoc meetings and calls make sense.
1: Yeah, and and for the real estate side, once you start, once you take institutional money, this becomes less of an optional kind of thing, like a nice to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all this becomes it. extremely crucial. And uh will be the same format every time. And it'll probably be more than quarterly. It'll probably be monthly. It'll be, you know, just much more diligent and robust from a reporting standpoint. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because I have some buddies who've started companies, you know, they've taken angel money or they've taken friends and family money. and. They, they'll openly admit that they feel guilty about not doing more regular communication. So I do think – I think this is pretty applicable
1: across a wide range of asset yeah, this classes is, here. You know? this is not a unique problem to yeah. small balance real estate investing. Like uh, once you start getting into the you know billion dollar or hundreds, even hundreds of million dollar firm, then you have the resources to make this more systematic uh, where the founder of the company is not generating these things while they're also trying to lead and generate returns, That's right? right? Mm-hmm. So – You know, at some point, it's not it's not as big of a problem. But yeah, so a lot of the guys in our age group that have started companies, this is you know, this is just harder to do on a consistent basis. The perfect way, like, and I think you can you know, you slowly and organically get better and better. And as you learn and learn what investors expect and what you can deliver, yeah.
0: But I think the the important takeaway here is you got to do it. It's a necessary part of the job.
1: Necessary, but not sufficient. (laughs) Necessary, but not sufficient. So
0: So, so true. Yeah. The returns are still the most important thing. Yeah. To be clear, do not forget about your full-time day job should be generating attractive. Yeah. And and
1: this is part of the problem, too, is that when you are generating great returns, part of you feels like, well, this is something Uh, that we don't have to hit out of the park. Right. Right. right? Because, you know, we're kicking off cash flow and there's a ton of appreciation in these assets. So you feel great about what you're doing for the investors. But uh, there could be an investor that is just like, gosh, I... I would feel better about this investment I made if I knew more of the details. Yeah, it's, and it's the right thing to do,
0: right? I mean, these people have trusted you with their money. You know, show them the respect of uh, regular communications and letting them know things yeah. are going. Okay, and this
1: is especially important when bad things do happen.
0: No, that's good. That, that is the right thing to do, especially if there's bad news. Yeah, get on it right away. So yeah, again, investor relations are necessary but not sufficient. Keep your investors in the loop, people.
1: Yeah, and, and when you're starting out, if if you're somebody out there that that has a investment firm and you're like I was, you know, five years ago when you were making your first investment, this is actually a marketing tool. I, I haven't used it as a marketing tool. When you have like really thorough, amazing quarterly reports in the very beginning people are super impressed. Oh yeah, they probably forward it to their they, friends. That's what they do. Yeah, that's it a good effort. Oh, so if I could go back, you're right. So now like thankfully we have the returns where, you know, the investors tell each other and we can we can raise more money, but when I started, I probably should have done really comprehensive quarterly investor reports. Interesting. Because that isn't definitely a marketing tool good point. Yeah, people are impressed by that because like like we talked about, it is very rare for a startup investment firm to be able to pull that off. Yeah. And do everything else you're supposed to do, find deals, right, run the deals, find the debt, find the equity. Okay. So yeah. if,
0: if you can't find it within yourself to give your investors updates because it's the right thing to do, then do it for the <laughs> selfish reasons that it helps you raise more money.
1: Well, this is it's funny cuz you know, I think that two of the best investors in the world have actually used um their investor oh i know who you're, i know who you're going to bring up oh, well not, I <laughs> fine i won't tell i no, won't tell no, anybody oh, come on so i think howard marks and warren buffett have created a competitive advantage for themselves yeah. through their investment letters you know i've never read either of those guys well letters. you're I wasting should. your life i am i don't what am i doing with my what life what are you doing but they're
0: i've i've had quotes they're they're like funny but also like insightful and and filled with wisdom right well
1: yeah so i mean everybody knows buffett's letters but Howard Marks in particular, you know, people love reading these letters and like literally it's the first thing I will read uh, when it, if I see a, it pops up, like I, I stop everything and read his letter Gosh. and a lot of people do that. And I am willing to bet that a ton of investors have stayed with mm-hmm. him during down cycles when he's losing mm-hmm. money just because they, they trust him because they know how this, this man thinks mm-hmm. right in a detailed, very intimate way because they've read so much of his thinking. That even in downturns, nobody runs for the door. Mm -hmm. They keep re-upping with him, which then enables him to buy... When everybody else has got no liquidity okay. and no I, capital,
0: I like where you're going with this. Like, there's there's lots of there's lots of sort of non-altruistic reasons for providing investor updates as well. I,
1: I, yeah, I think it's part of your competitive strategy if you can do this the right way. Yeah,
0: and I mean, look, and there's there's even there's plenty of VCs right that have daily blogs. I mean, we're kind of blurring the lines a little bit now, but it's like you know regular communications with the outside world on what the, what you've been up to and what you're thinking about. You know, that's generally good things
1: come out of that. Yeah. And we're all, the world is, is going to a uh, transparent right place. It's like the more transparent you can be with your investment business, I think the better off you're going to be as more and more people expect that. Mm -hmm. Right. And more and more people don't, you know, they don't want to know that, you know, oh, this, this company's a, you know, a black, what is it called? Black ball, black. Black box? Black box. <laughs> what? Eight ball? Yeah. Whatever. It's a magic eight ball. There's, there's something in there. Yeah. So it's a black box where money goes in and money comes out, but you have no idea what happened or yeah. what they care about or how they do their business. Yeah. All right. yeah I think uh, millennials are changing that. There you go. Okay. We're going to a new world. Investor
0: updates are going to become much more common. So yeah, if you do have investors, get just give them an update, people. Maybe Right now, instead of calling your mom, call your call your investors and tell them you love them and tell them what you've been up to. <laughs>
1: and then call your mom. Thanks for listening to The Alternative Investor. Since you've made it this far, you should take a second to subscribe to the podcast and join our email list. There you'll receive additional insights and insider access to the world of alternative investments. Just visit thealternativeinvestorshow.com.